This is the Mental Grit Podcast Experience. What's up, team? This is Coach Last here, and welcome to the Mental Grit Podcast. And and really, today we're going to be talking live on Facebook, so this is going to be pretty organic here, but we're talking with Dr. Michael Gerson, of which I'll go ahead and bring up right now, um, and we'll talk a little bit about him, but uh, today's topic really does revolve around athlete assessments and, and really uh, the psychological profile that we like to build um, with the athletes that we're working with in order to help them understand themselves and uh, and pretty much build a, a profile in order to build off of. And we'll talk to about all that here in just a little bit. But if you guys have any questions throughout the broadcast today, please um, jump on, um, ask any questions. We can bring those uh, those questions into the conversation as we go. This is all super live. So uh, we'll just we'll just have a lot of fun with this. But welcome, Dr. Gerson. Thank you for joining me today. Um, how's your day going, man? What what do you got? What do you got going on? Oh man, a whole lot of everything. Uh, you know, just working on a lot of different projects uh, within the field of sport and performance psychology. Nice. Uh, getting some time, a little bit of time to hang out with my son, uh, who's 19 <laughs> months old, and we just went on a run, prepared for today, and now I'm ready to go. Did he fall asleep? I mean, I uh, know he fall did. Asleep. <laughs> no, he's he's just like super into everything. That's so he's much so fun. Curious. Yeah. It's a I, uh, yeah, our our uh, our thirteen month old right now. Isn't that funny that we go in months? I don't know why that mm-hmm. happens. Up until what two or three years, we go in months. But uh, yeah, our thirteen month old, he was a terror last night to say the least. But um, as is parenting, you know, we kind of got to roll with it. But uh, let, let's go right. ahead and kind of jump in here really quick, um, Doctor Gerson. Can you tell tell the viewers a little bit about yourself about Mind Gears? I'm going to go ahead and bring up a, a little presentation just as a. a know something to kind of jump off of but this is a fun slide it gives us an understanding of where you've been but tell us a little bit about yourself and uh and kind of what you're all about at mind gears yeah so uh, let me start off with just talking about myself a little bit just a little bit of history of uh, and provide you with some some context here and so uh sports has always been in the center of my life and and the relationships that i've built uh and the people that i've met and the experience that i've had uh, have really developed me into the person I am today. And so growing up, I was a super active kid. And be- besides playing multiple sports, I mean, everything from basketball to baseball to football to tetherball to ping pong, I don't care if it was thumb wrestling or staring contest. I mean, if there was, uh, if it was a competition, I was definitely down. And so in those days, uh, I was known as a park rat, uh, a kid who clocked in early, who played all day, punched down around supper time, you know, went to sleep and dreamt of sports and then woke up and did it all over again. Uh, and I really, every day, every day, you know, and I really consider myself back then the last of the Sandlot kids, uh, because, you know, this was like a couple years before video games took off. Uh, we're just outside playing all and day. This is, right? this is the Sandlot right here with Skyline, huh? That's one of the Sandlots. Yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So that's a picture that somebody shared today with me in Facebook, and I just thought it was absolutely hilarious. Some memories. Yeah, it's 1993. Wow. Uh, and in high school, I did a little bit of cross country, and I was horrible. And, right. and I did that to get in shape to play high school baseball, which I was – I mean, basketball, which I was average, to get in shape for high school baseball, which I excelled well, Multi-sport in. athlete, you kind of got to be nowadays, right? Right. And then um, – I, I just went to a local junior college, Oakland Junior College in California, right. earned a full-ride scholarship to play baseball at NAI school in the Midwest. Cool. And then one of the coolest things I ever did was after graduation, I spent some time just barnstorming all over Central America and Europe playing ball. Right. Uh, that was an incredible experience. And then when I finished, I returned home, taught high school Spanish and math, and coached baseball. And then uh, after about a couple of years, two years of teaching, I went back to school. I earned a master's degree uh, from St. Mary's College in health, physical education, and recreation. Nice. And my plan and dream back then, Nate, was to be the winningest Division I baseball coach on the planet. The, and then so life got going. going from athlete, and then you switched your, your whole ideal to coaching, it sounds like, yeah? Yeah, well, you know, I wanted to be a coach from the time I was like five years old. My father coached me all the way through high school. Uh, he was really my my first sports psych mentor and teacher. That's super um, interesting. 
Yeah, yeah. He's he is just a credibly wicked smart guy. I mean, I wish I had his brain. Um, <laughs> and he, you know, he was like a, a father figure to so many kids growing up. We always had somebody living in our house, every different, you know, race, creed, color you can think of. Um, wow. So he's just an all around good dude. So, but and now nowadays, I mean, you look at sports psychology, and you know that's the mental coaching part of it. When did it shift from physical baseball coach to to mental coach? I wonder. That's just interesting. Yeah. So, uh, you know, like Yogi Berra said, uh, I was at this fork in the road, and I I took it. Life got in the way, and I decided to go from coaching baseball to getting a doctorate degree in clinical psychology with an emphasis in specialty in sport and performance. Nice. Um, and so the, once I came out of that program, which was Argosy university or that time was Arizona professional school of psychology, mm-hmm. uh, I, I got like my dream job right away. Uh, a man by the name of Dr. Lewis Choka, who created okay, yeah. Center for Enhanced Performance, yeah. uh, created a, a branch or a wing called the army center for enhanced performance. And we basically worked with, uh, our, nation's most elite war fighters, teaching them various mental tactics. You know, they're, what, they're uh, out of West Point Academy, aren't they? Yeah, they, they are. And, but now they're all over the United States um, so cool. and, and in other countries is where we're, we're yeah, talk about a dream station. Goodness, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so nowadays, um, uh, you know, our warriors fight in these, in a VUCA environment. So, you know, VUCA stands for volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous. Right. Uh, and it basically describes this environment or as- atmosphere that occurs within this fog and friction of war. And so since this space is, you know, perilous, it's dangerous, it's unpredictable, you know, we try to teach soldiers these necessary skills to remain calm and functional in these rugged and high-risk environments. And so that's what yeah, I was doing so for, uh, you know, about eight years. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and it was an honor and I loved every single moment, moment of it. And, uh, you know, it really was a dream job. You know, in that VUCA environment that you're talking about, that's, that's the same environment that is sports in, in my opinion, at least. And it's life at this point. I mean, the more we go through life, it's, it's totally volatile and it's always needing to know kind of how to deal with that, how to cope with that volatility and how to, how to use it even to perform. And that's, that's what we talk about here at Mental Grit. Um, and one of the big pieces of our philosophy is just being able to stick tight to the process and, and being able to really, you know, dive in and pay attention to what you need to do and store it all the things that you want in the end. Uh, but I mean, that's a big part of you know, our philosophy. What I mean, what kind of grounds your philosophy as a sports psych? I, I wonder that um, do you do you have a general foundation of, of things that uh, that really, um, you know, serve as that foundation of, of, of practice of sports psychology? What are your thoughts there? Yeah, so I have a lot of different programs, and I have a couple different philosophies, uh, just depending on what I do. Uh, but I'll share one with you. Uh, I, I just built um, my own performance consulting business, and I launched it about a week and a half ago. Oh, nice. And cool. so I teach what are called tools, mind gears, and mental mechanics. And so in sports, um, you know, coaches, scouts, front office personnel – uh, they seek out athletes with strong, with a strong skill set or set of tools. Uh, and these tools, they vary from sport to sport, depending on right. the task and the objective. So, right. for example, you know, your, your tools or your skill sets are going to be different if you're playing football as opposed to like golf or swimming, right? Yeah, to so different in, environments, definitely. Absolutely. And in baseball, you know, there's five core tools that we look for. Uh, hit for average, hit for power defense, arm strength, and speed. And so in theory, the probability of success increases as the number of core skills increase. But when it comes to the mental side, right, Nate, there are also tools that the more you possess and the more they're developed, the better your chances are at performing at your peak. Well, they're just skills as well, right? I mean, aren't they? In the the end, I mean, just like arm strength strength is is something that you develop. It's not something you just have. Right. It's something you develop and grow and, and practice. Um, isn't that I mean that we talk about that a lot in mental grid is just being able to understand that these are skills. These are not talents that we're right. talking about. These are things that you have to develop and learn. Um, 
is that what you're saying is that there, there, there are things like on the mental side of things that you need to develop as well? Absolutely. So the tools in sports, they're physical. You know, you have to win for the most part, you have to win the genetic lottery. God's got to come down to the professional elite levels for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Bless you with absolute talent, you know, rocket arm speed, like a cheetah. But the thing I love about the mental skills are that you can develop them. You can Mm -hmm. work on them. You can hone them. You can refine them. Mm -hmm. And so I teach five competencies, awareness, regulation, toughness, leadership, and team play. And you can just think of these as like chapters in a book that make up a mental toughness or a mental skills workbook. And so my objective in the end is to build a more insightful, controlled, mentally tough athlete who possesses strong leadership qualities and abilities and is a total team player. So that's the tool section of uh, my philosophy. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And it's, I mean, especially, how, how do you know? Because all of those things that you're talking about, right, they're, they're kind of intangible. You can't really like just watch somebody have these things outside of something like mental toughness. You can see people go through some really you know tough experiences, team play. Yeah, you can see a little bit of that, but what do you do in order to, I guess, assess the levels of skill inside of these, these um, kind of intangibles um, outside of, you know, arm strength and outside of uh, right. physical build and all of these other things that we're talking about? How, how can you assess that whole psychological or the mental skills side of things? Um, what do you, what do you do with that? Yeah. So I guess to provide you guys with maybe a little bit of background, um, let me first tell you how I set up initial meeting uh, yes, because yes. That, that's a piece of it. That's definitely integral, you know, important part of what we do. Right. Mm-hmm. And so when I meet with a client for the first time, you know, I try to collect and gather as much information, relevant information as possible uh, so that I can understand the athlete or the performers doesn't have to be an athlete, right. their psychological framework, as well as, what does the person want to achieve? What do they want to get out of this relationship? So that when we're finished, you know, what can they see? What can they look back and say, man, I, I you know, I worked my butt off uh, and uh, I've achieved these things. And so we really try to define that. And then right besides, off the right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Cool. And then besides like a couple of get to know me, you know, intake forms, which everybody uses in our field, right. Uh, right. in-depth performance interview, uh, I have them take a test that essentially helps us better understand their mental makeup. And so I focus on four things. The first, in in an initial session, the first is to get to know the client better as a person and performer, right? To give the performer an opportunity to talk about their experience with mental skills. Do they use them? Have they heard about it? Did they read any books? You know, who taught them? What do they use? What are they interested in? Uh, because there's uh, so much stuff out there nowadays. How many books have you read on performance psychology, right? And it's like totally, I mean, they, they all in the end say the same thing, if you ask me. Um, but at the same time, it's just like, what information do they have? You know, what, what are they already doing? What are they already using? That's, I'm always super intrigued to hear because as the athlete, you hear some pretty off the wall stuff, but works really well for them. So it's kind of fun to hear, you know, all those, those different tools that uh, that athletes use. Yeah, it is a cool thing. It's always fresh. It's always unique. And and that's Mm -hmm. what you're trying to do is, is figure that out, collaborate, and then really help to understand, you know, how that person connects the dots in their head Mm -hmm. and and getting it out and talking about it and then maybe dismantling it and, and building it back up or using maybe some of the skills they already have in place and strengthening them and adding some more in. That, that reminds me of a, of, a, of a quote that actually, you know, a mentor of mine um, in college, Dr. Nicole Detling, um, she was talking about how their perception is their reality. And you have to understand their reality first in order to, you know, help develop them, help work them, help them get to where they want to go. You've got to understand where they're coming from and like completely. So, I mean, I mean, it sounds like, especially for you, the first session is really all about understanding their perceptions, how they see the world, what their realities are. Is that right? Right. And then once, once we're able to do that, and that's a a process that continues throughout the duration of our work together. But the last thing then is taking all that information and creating a plan or a vehicle to 
move it from where the person is, you know, that present day to where they want to be. Yeah, and especially so, up here with what's going on up here, right? Right, right. And so uh, creating, you know, that, that destination, you know, Stephen Covey talks about destination. Having Begin with the end in mind. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then really what I do is help them to create that, that internal uh, thermostat or compass so that they know when they're off task. Right. They have some, so that's a self-awareness piece. The self-regulation right. piece is, you know, where am I and where do I need to be and how do I adjust? How do I shift? How do I get back on track? Right. Um, and that's kind of the, the space that we're trying to figure out and deal with. Um, that's awesome. So one of the, one of the things I use, Nate, um, and I think you use as well, right, is the tap. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love the tap. I've, I've, um, I've always felt that there has been a missing piece in the four years that I've been consulting. I've always wanted to know more and I've wanted to provide more information, not only for the athlete, but also for the coach and the parent, which the, the tap, um, or, or, you know, the, the trout wine, what, what is it again? The trout wine assessment profile. It's the Troutwine Athletic Profile. Athletic Profile, and that's that's from uh, Dr. Troutwine, but it's something that that I personally love, and I I can't wait to show to the viewers today um, a little bit more information about the tap and and realize that this this assessment is actually and can be free or is free to to all the viewers today, and we're going to be able to provide a a, a link um, as well um, to uh, to that, and I'll I'll put that link in the comment section just so everyone's aware, but. Let's talk tap. Let's talk um, about this assessment, what it provides. We're going to show everybody, you know, who's watching um, our personal profiles that came out of taking the assessment um, as athletes, right? So you guys can see a little bit more about what, you know, what kind of stuff comes out of this psychological assessment. Uh, I'm excited to kind of provide this for you guys, but I'll, I'll put that a link in the, in the, uh, in the comment section, but you know, Dr. Gerson, tell you know, can start the conversation here regarding kind of um, where are we going to go with this at this point? Tell me a little bit about uh, how we're going to start talking about the tap at this point. Yeah. So the third objective of the initial meeting is to review the results of the tap. And, right. you know, so so we'll get in that in a minute. Let me just maybe set it up real quick. Um, but when it comes to sports, uh, the majority of people, they believe that between 60 and 90 percent is mental. And you probably ask this question all the time, you know, how much of your sport or your passion or your profession profession is physical versus mental, right? I've never had anybody even do 50, 50. And I've asked thousands of athletes and you can find this <laughs> in the literature as well. Totally. It's, it's unbelievable. It's considerable. But when you ask an athlete, you know, what do they do to train their mind and how often do they do so? the room usually just goes silent, right? I've you get a lot too. of yeah. head scratching. You get a lot of confused and bewildered looks and, and people really don't know. They know it's important, right? But right. they don't know how to use or build mental skills. Well, and it's so, it's so like ethereal too. I mean, if you, if you think about it, it's like self-talk. Like I know that affects me in my head, but it's like, what do I do about that? And I, I just don't think that a ton of information about all that is available um, at, at this point in time. but I mean, you're right. Everyone knows that it's important. They just don't really do anything about it at this point. Right. And that, and that becomes a real problem um, right. because the biggest challenge, as we know, is uh, how do you train the mental piece and how do you mm. evaluate the mental game? Because there's, there's just a lack of objective standards. Yep. And so when you're dealing with intangibles by definition, right, there's no way to objectively measure them. And that's a problem I come across all the time and I'm sure you do as well. And you know, everybody in our field does. But what if I was to tell you that there's a simple test that you could give athletes that would give them information about their mental makeup? You know, so data about how they think and how they perceive and how they emote and how they usually respond in certain situations under duress and pressure, how they learn, what kind of feedback works uh, most effective or best. And oh yeah, what if, by the way, the test could show parents and coaches more effective ways to guide and develop their athletes or child so that they can get more of their potential without just guessing, you know, without, uh, um, it just gives them concrete and tangible ways to help their athlete or child succeed. 
And so yeah. this test, like we said, Nate, is called the Trout Wine Athletic Profile, or the TAP for short. And mm -hmm. it's an absolute game changer. Uh, this instrument measures six intangibles uh, related to athletic and performance success. So the first one is coachability. Second is competitive desire. Third is composure under pressure. Fourth is processing speed. Uh, fifth is work smarts. And then the last one is mental toughness. Uh, and the thing I love about the TAP, it's been around for 30 years. So it has a 30-year record of success. Yeah, because, I mean, isn't Dr. Trout, Troutwine's been in the, in the field for a long time, a really long time. Where, where did he come out of? Do you know? Hello, Nate. You're breaking hey. up a little bit. but Oh, am I? I apologize. Still there? All right. Yep, I'm here. So where, where did Dr. Troutwine come out of? Where, where was his education? Do you remember? You know, I, I don't know his background, but I know he's, uh, you know, a giant in the field. Uh, and his, his product is, um, to me, it's unbelievable. It's really and, good. Yeah, from, from what I remember from uh, kind of understanding this assessment a little bit more, most of its background is from the NFL and recruiting efforts and um, the draft. Obviously, they've utilized it in the draft. Is that, am I, am I remembering that right? Yeah. So uh, the NFL uses it, Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, now women's softball, NCAA. It's, it's nice that they just brought women on board. It's been a long time coming. And then the U.S. Department of Defense. And so there's 100 championships have been won by teams using the TAP. That's Powerhouse cool. teams like the New England Patriots, the San Antonio mm -hmm. Spurs, and the Kansas mm -hmm. City Royals. And it's, it's a real simple test. It takes about 20 to 30 minutes to complete. And as soon as you click the button, the submit button, it immediately pops out your results. Um, okay. I think the best thing that I like about it, uh, because I am somewhat of a, a research nerd, um, <laughs> is that it's, it's been administered. Are you a nerd, Dr. Martin? Dr. Uh, <laughs> I think, um, you know, you saw that high school picture that back then, not so much, but I've developed into a nerd. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely taking, a nerd myself. I can I'm, many, I'm many take years. ownership of that one. <laughs> yeah. So, but what, what do you, what do you, yeah. What are your, like your biggest, okay, this is a lot of read. This is a lot of data coming through. Um, especially after taking it, what, what do you like the kind of the prominent takeaways out of the tap that you really feel like are, are helpful for athletes at this point? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, because they, they've taken all this research, I mean, they've tested like uh, tens of thousands of elite athletes and uh, Navy SEALs, Special Forces operators. Mm -hmm. And the researchers have taken this like goldmine of data and they've run all these statistical analyses and they've come up with eight like athletic mindsets. And so right. I love it right there because there's the rocket, which is a driven athlete, the maverick, which is a dynamic athlete, uh, ice, which used to be called Iceman, but uh, it's no, it's you know, now it's gender neutral. So it's, and it should be methodical athlete. There's a trailblazer, which that's who I am, a spirited athlete, Eagle, okay. enthusiastic athlete, and just on and on. So eight different types, uh, athlete types. And, um, man. and this, yeah, if you, if you guys take a look at the, at the screen, you can kind of see what those athlete types are a little bit more detailed. Um, but I, I wonder, I, I want to kind of throw it out to the crowd at this point. Does, I mean, does anybody see themselves in any one of these quote unquote athlete types? Um, go ahead and throw your responses in the comment section. I'd be interested to see what you guys think of, you know, where you're currently at, but before you took the test, did, did you associate or you know, kind of um, resonate with any of these? Uh, you know, I didn't read them before I took the test. And when so you didn't I didn't know anything about them before you did it, but um, then you, you got it back. What, what did you think about your results after you got them? Spot on. It was <laughs> scary. It was like, yeah, it, it pinned me too. Don't worry. <laughs> I just met you, but you know me so well. Uh, it was scary. And some of the, you know, I, I guess not negative things about who I am, but uh, some of my own personal challenges came to surface and I was like, ouch, man, it hurts, but it, totally it hurts does. so good. It You're so right. Like there is <laughs> one on there from a trailblazer uh, that says, often reinvents the wheel and may make a simple task too difficult. And that's just, 
as, as don't, <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. My, it, pin, it pinned me in some of my shortcomings. And number one is attention to detail. Um, that is one thing that I, uh, my wife specifically is like, yep, yep. That's, that's correct. Um, you lose your keys a lot and, uh, <laughs> you, and my old boss actually ended up reading it, uh, after, after I took it, he's like this, this get this, Yep. Yeah. This is, this is you, Nate, this is straight up you. So just, just being able to know, and that it, it baffles me and I've never really dived into the research of how to, you know, how they create these psychological assessments, because there's a bunch of them out there, the personality type assessments, right? But when you have them sports specific, that's so cool to know, okay, okay, now I know how this athlete looks at the world a little bit even more, right? I mean, we were talking about how that first session is all about developing an understanding of their perception. Take this assessment and all of a sudden you have a huge breadth of information of how you can now work with that athlete, how you could help the parents work with that athlete and how you can help the coaches work with that athlete just based on their, pro, you know, their personality types. And honestly, I, I read all of those assets um, and information, you know, of what parents and what coaches could do for me on my personal profile. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I would have loved a coach who would coach me like that. Right. I would have loved a parent who would have done these things for me when I, you know, when I screwed up or, you know, when I met challenges or when I had a big loss or even when I had a big win, because even on my profile, it says, um, you know, help, help this athlete, you know, move on and, and not harp on uh, old, old wins or losses. Right. Because sometimes yeah. I kind of took my wins and, and ran with them to say the least. Which, which, you know, didn't really help me move into the next one. Didn't help me, be, you know, stay part of the process like we like to uh, talk about. But, uh, man, it's, it's yeah. just so much cool information. Do, are you willing to share yours a little bit and, and kind of talk through a little bit of your results? Would you be all right with that and kind of share? Yeah. Yeah. Can you show that, it up there? Do you have it me, on hand? Let me show it up. I think it's right. Yeah, it's right here. Um, okay. It looks like this is, this, is, uh, this is technically the report that comes out of the the tap and every i mean this this one right here i think is the detailed view okay um or the advanced view let's just which one would you want to you want to walk through uh let's do the free one because uh then it will is that this one the athlete profile or the advanced type uh i believe it's the middle one the athlete profile see here i think this is in kind of check it out see what but yeah this is so this is the test is uncanny i mean it it really is and like you said uh it it's nice to have this information at hand instead of just doing all the guesswork Right. You know, I mean, instead of trying to psycho psychoanalyze, you know, your your player or, uh, you know, your child, this gives you some really helpful, concrete hints, you know, to help so, so this is this is the basic athlete type profile that it came out with. It came out with as, as a trailblazer, the spirited athlete kind of walk walk us through this a little bit and uh, and tell us a little bit about this profile specifically for you. Yeah, sure. So, uh, as you said, the trailblazer, um, which is the spirited athlete. And then you'll see up there on the right-hand, top right-hand side, it gives you the, the percentage of how closely you match to this type or this style. Specific, so you can see, right. I think it says 85%. So yep. it's pretty close. Uh, when you get the premium, if you know, upgrade to premium, uh, they'll give you a primary and secondary. So the secondary, I believe, is for me, is like a rocket man, um, uh, which is a pretty cool profile because there's a lot of uh, – you know, great athletes who are on there. So that's, you know, just sticking to the right. One of the things I love is it shows you the prominent pro athletes from MLB, NBA, who who share that profile with you. Um, You know, and then I think what it does for kids is it gets them really interested. Like, oh, who is this guy? You know, Cam Newton, I want to go research him. You know, and now they're, 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 they're a little bit more involved and they have a little, you know, they're a little bit more energy and they want to play more. So right. I think it's a really cool feature. And you then know, and has- I actually, you know, talking about that, I, it was actually a conversation that you and I had the other day was 
I mean, with every personality comes strengths and weaknesses. We, we know that, right? And like, not, like there's not one profile that is the quote unquote best profile for, for an athlete. It, it really is just showing you a little bit more about what, what you can do as an, as an athlete, what strengths you can lean on. And, mm-hmm. you know, just the things that you might want to work on or develop or understand a little bit more about yourself in order to perform better. Right. It's like, there, there is no bad profile. It's just understanding your personality type and how you can use that personality to achieve. Obviously you're, you're very similar to Cam Newton and Cam Newton is incredibly, incredibly talented and incredibly uh, just an amazing athlete as a whole. And he's got the same personality type, right? Same strengths, same general weaknesses, right? And he's still a professional player. I think that's the funnest part about looking at this. It's like, okay, that's, this is the reality. This is a little bit more about who I am and how I work. How can I use that? Right. Um, so especially the, 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 the type description kind of, does, does any of those or do any of those descriptions really, really resonate with you? The free thinking welcomes change are, are any of those wrong in your opinion? No, that's me in writing. Um, <laughs> I wish I could give a few away. I mean, you could take some from me, Nate, if you want, but, uh, the intuitive, often insightful perspective, uh, and the one I, I the, the couple that I love that I wish I didn't have, that I'm always constantly working on, are often reinvents the wheel, right? right. Um, high energy and interaction followed by crashing, and then expectations and goals that may be unrealistic. So if I was to work with someone with like who had a trails, trailblazer athlete type, and mm-hmm. they had high energy and interaction followed by crashing, then as a mental skills coach, we'd be trying to teach them better ways to find a happy medium or balance, you know, whether that yeah. was uh, through nutrition, through better forms of sleep, through using imagery, through, you know, taking a couple timeouts throughout the day, uh, right. through maybe changing their perspective or outlook. So yeah, yeah. exactly. I, uh, I, I talk to athletes all the time about this and it, it pretty much is the same phrase over and over and over again. If you find yourself doing things or in a place that's not helping you or helpful for you to achieve what you want, then do something about it. I don't care what you do about it. Just do something because I I feel like or fear that a lot of athletes um, find themselves in that bad place, that kind of suck or the poopy place, whatever you want to call it, right? (laughs) And they don't do anything about it, number one, because they either don't know what to do about it or number two, that they just don't have enough awareness to realize they're in that space. Um, So it's kind of fun to, to, okay, here's a little bit more awareness over who you are and how you work let's do something about it, right? Let's right. not just let you sit in a place that you know, is not helping you achieve what you want. Let's work towards actually achieving that goal. Like you were saying you know, before in that initial meet, it's all about finding out, obviously understanding who they are, what they're all about, but also where they want to go, what they want to accomplish, what their goals are, not only in the physical game, but also in the mental game. Um, right. All those pieces put together seems like, I mean, that's, that's the sports psychs job. And that's what we're all about. And this, this assessment really brings so much more information to the table. Uh, yeah. I think, you know, it provides the what again. And then, you know, as we insert ourselves and we work with our clients then we provide together along with our clients side by side, the how piece, like how are we going to accomplish things, these things? How are we going to, uh, you know, go from being a little too pie in the sky to being practical. Right. Right. Ah, that's so cool. Um, let's, let's jump back over to a couple of different examples specific to, um, uh, specific to the different athlete types. We could talk a little bit more about this, but we talked a little bit about the trailblazer. Um, I'd like to personally kind of walk through a couple of more of the different athlete types, just so, you know, the viewers here can understand a little bit more about, you know, what are we talking about when it comes to possibly the engineer or the rocket um, well, let's talk through these a little bit. Um, can you talk us through the engineer, the independent athlete, and uh, please raise your hand if you feel like you're this kind of uh, this kind of athlete type, to say the least. But uh, yeah, walk us through this, uh, Dr. Kirsten. So, Nate, I, I put that up there uh, because uh, is that your p- profile type? The engineer? No, I'm actually the rocket. I'm a rocket oh, man, type. Are you? Really but I think okay. I think the the rocket's coming up after it. Yeah, we're going to talk about the rocket here in a second. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the, the engineers, the, the independent athlete, um, so you can see their top characteristics right there, un- understands complex tactics, so strategies, uh, just better ways 
of doing their things. They're always trying to figure out uh, just a better, faster way uh, so they, they can make more progress and achieve more. Uh, prepares for the worst. Um, so nothing takes them by surprise. You know, they're, they're always ready. And you see that, you know, with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he could be down, uh, you know, all kinds of points. And then he's storming back with, you know, under two minutes. Cool, calm, and collect. That, that is, you're so right. And it's fun to actually see the, like, what happens out of these kinds of athletes. And there are tangibles. Like, look at, look at um, his, his, um, his past experience. It's just like you said, he can be down so much, but he can always come back. Um, no right. problem, right? Yeah. I mean, he's, he's definitely, you know, done the work when it comes to the mental training. Uh, I think, you know, if you're that type of person where you're under a whole lot of stress and, and pressure and you can just bounce back, you're gritty, you're resilience, uh, resilient, um, then, you know, you've put yourself in those situations mm-hmm. uh, to be able to practice those things. Those things for a lot of people don't come naturally. Um, yeah. So you have to, you can lean, and you can lean on them too. That's the fun part. Right. It's like if, oh, you, yeah. if you know that you're a greedy person, we'll just lean on that. And then if you, if you know, you're not, you know, you may, you know, be a little bit too blunt socially. Okay. Realize that and do something about it. Um, that's, that's kind of the fun part about it. Okay. And then let's, let's get into the, the rocket a little bit. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm looking, I'm trying to look for the link in order to, um, allow people to go take the tap if they want to for free. Don't you have, you know, something on your website that allows people to, um, take yes, the tap? I do. Yeah. So you can go on my web- website with it, which is uh, com, and you can take the tap for free. And I actually have like a promo code that you can, um, punch in that will also give you a couple extra features as well. Um, You'll be able to use uh, this newly developed software system, online software platform called the Mental Gym. And so these are just like my mental mechanics. They're, they're uh, drills. They're actionable steps that you can take to be able to uh, really get after working on your m- mental skill sets. Awesome. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring this up and I'm going to actually post it in the comment section below. If you want to take your, you know, the tap, go ahead and go to this link, mindgearspro.com, the, uh, the tap assessment. That's in the comment section now. And you can go ahead and utilize that link in order to um, do the tap, you know, go, go through the tap, get the assessment done for yourself. And, uh, and you know, it's super interesting what it does to, to know all this information. And, you know, this might be the opportunity to look at my personal profile regarding the rocket. Um, when, when I, when I got my, my, my assessment back, like I said before, it totally just, it pinned me, it pinned me to the ground and it pretty much said, you know, number one, I, I can do things really well. I'm cool under pressure and I don't really worry a whole lot. I, 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 I kind of just take things as they come. However, mm-hmm. uh, I have been told many times in my life that, that I'm arrogant. I, I'm, I'm way too fa- you know, face forward, to say the least. I rigidly stick to plans in most cases. If I have a plan, I'll stick to it like no matter what. And I do decide very quickly on what to do with things and most of the times fail, um, which is actually something for my life. It's like I had a perception that failure was so bad, so bad. Um, and it's only been in the last five, six, seven years as I've studied sports psychology and as I've worked on my old mental game mm-hmm. that I had to shift my belief or my understanding around what failure is and, and how failure works and, and why it's important to fail and, and how I can use the failures in order to help me achieve what I wanted to achieve. And, and honestly, that mindset shift has helped me more than anything else uh, that, that I've ever learned is, is learning how to fail forward, learning how to fail better, more effectively by learning rather than just failing over and over and over again, um, which allowed me to take one of my biggest weaknesses and turn it into one of my biggest strengths. Now, having said that, I'm still uh, the least detail oriented (laughs) person in the entire world. You know that, Mike. Uh, I think everybody who's ever worked with me knows that. Uh, But it's a part of who I am. And yeah, I could definitely work on that if I I really wanted to, if I feel like it would help me achieve more of what I wanted to achieve. Um, but <laughs> I don't know. What are your thoughts about all this, Doc, or Mike? 
Oh, no, I'm loving it. I'm soaking it up, Nate, because, uh, you know, uh, listening to you, that's probably an area that I can definitely work on with somebody who has a rocket for an athlete type yeah. uh, is to help train them to look at failure uh, not as something permanent, not as a noun, like, you know, moving from I failed to I'm a failure, um, right. you know, is, is it's just a tough way of thinking about things because you're setting yourself up, you know, to uh, to just not succeed. And yeah, so I yeah. think, you know, bringing up that point of how do you deal with failure? Um, is it something that you use to be able to, you know, bounce back and get better and learn, or is it something that totally crushes you? And that's right. the thing about and it, the and it did crush me. It did crush me. Okay. Oh yeah. I hear you. I think you and I are on the, on the same page. Um, but I, I think with the tap, what I love is there's a printout a detailed printout and report for parents and coaches. So uh, let me see here. It yeah, says, that's, that's what I actually was jumping into was this coach, the uh, athlete profile for the coach. Um, so th this might give you a better understanding of, uh, or everybody a better understanding of what the coach might receive. Um, this is in more of the premium, um, the premium reports at this point, but this is, this is technically what it's providing for the coach. Number one, it provides all the same information as they gave to the athlete, right? Um, right. I mean, I'm, I'm 90% a rocket, uh, you know, all my type descriptions, the athletes that I associate with my strengths, my weaknesses. Um, and then a, a couple of small tips here, but I think a really fun part of the, uh, of the premium, um, report are the mindset indicators, oh, which really nail down, uh, the, the, the mindsets that are positive, the mindsets that are neutral, they, it, it doesn't matter. It's not negative. It's not positive. And then the opportunities and, and you know, that, that the athlete could develop. And if you look at this a little bit closer, I mean, this really does nail me down a little bit. I am absolutely, you know, in my head, an achiever, I'm effective, gritty, articulate, all of these things, but I'm also extremely scattered. Um, I'm uninhibited. I, I come across uninhibited. Um, I need, I need help developing appropriate caution, um, in doing a lot of things. And, and when I saw this, I was like, Oh wow. Like if a coach could, could come to me and help right. me not like, <laughs> I, I don't like to think in knots. So we're going to flip this around. If, if I could have a coach help structure the way I, I do things, I get a lot more out of what I'm doing. If I am doing it on my own and I'm uninhibited, then I, I will throw caution to the wind and say, screw it and do it, right? I'm, I'm going to roll with it. And just to, just to have a coach know my athlete profile, I think would be so cool, which actually brings up this, um, the, um, the athlete type tips for mm -hmm. the coach. And it, and it talks about what style would help Nate most, oh, you know, when giving instructions to Nate, how do you go about it? And this one here, it says, um, when giving instructions to Nate, relate the new information to something Nate has already experienced. This will accelerate the learning process. And it's like, if I, if I think about that and I think about a coach helping me learn something new, I hated when coaches would always tell me, this is how you do it. You've got to do it this way. You've got to do it this way. And it's like, right. I don't. Can't, like, I don't, what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about, but as soon as you bring up something that I've done before, that's pretty close to what we need to do, you know, in the new instruction or my new style, whatever it might be. I was just like, wow, like, like I, I could visualize that so much easier. And like, I wish a coach knew all of this information about me when I was, you know, in lacrosse and in the university of Utah, or, you know, when I was golfing in high school or, you know, the, the motocross or every sport that we all played, it's like this stuff would impact me as an athlete, but also I think them as a coach and how they coach me making things so much faster, so much easier, so much more effective when it comes to helping to achieve more. I mean, I, I, man, I'm saying a lot here, but you can't lose if you're arming yourself with this type of, this oh, type of, that, right? Yeah. Um, anyway, anyway, you know, so, let me jump in real quick, Nate. Yeah. Uh, you really like, uh, what was it, the performance indicators? Yeah, I like these indicators. They're awesome. Uh, let me tell them the part that I like, uh, you get this in the premium report, is uh, you receive a score from uh, 1 to 100 on 12 tap 
performance traits. Oh, it's the performance. Yeah, there are super traits. So there's mental toughness, coachability, and mental performance. Hey, there it is. My weakest trait, right there. Attention to detail. What is it? (laughs) (laughs) And each super trait is made of three gross traits. And and the thing I love about it is it compares you. I because I don't have it right in front of me. It compares you to. Professional the, athletes, yeah, the right? pro college and high school averages college for, for those traits. Yeah, and so the mental toughness one I love because that one's normed off of special forces operators, Navy SEALs, uh, Rangers, you name it. Um, and I think that's one of the most important uh, super traits that they've found, you know, through collecting all, you know, years of collecting data. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and again, you know, just really quick with everybody online here, if you, if you guys want to go take the tap, you can always go ahead and do so through the link that's in the comment section, uh, mindgearspro.com forward slash the tap assessment with dashes in between. Uh, but go ahead and click on that link and go ahead and, and check that out. But I, I loved this report. This, this piece right here I think was cool because it kind of gave me a little bit of like, I got this. I can do this. This is, this is, I'm, I'm very strong. And it, and it, I guess it, it really it's refreshing, right? It's refreshing well, to know. That, it's yeah. Uh, solidified my belief yeah, in myself. Right. Right. You know, and what I, what I thought mm-hmm. <laughs> of myself. Right. Well, and, am and I like this or am I not? Oh, you know what? Maybe I really am with this now. You know, it's right in front of your face instead of running away and hiding. Now you can deal with it. Uh, yeah, I think there's a lot so of power true. in that. But let's go through these really quick. So mental toughness, coachability, mental performance, um, uh, mental toughness, growth traits. So these are kind of the growth mindset assets from Carol mm-hmm. Dweck's. I mean, and that's been a huge thing around sport performance and positive psychology is this whole idea of growth mindset. So if you guys have, you know, want to go check out a little bit more about growth mindset, um, Mindset by Carol Dweck. Go check her out. It's it's a phenomenal book. Um, but uh, you know, competitive desire, attention to detail, decisiveness, confidence, practicality, composure. You know, all of these traits are all assessed within this profile. And you know, if I were to look at this, I, I it gets me excited to see that attention to detail is like that's my biggest opportunity. If I did something about my attention to detail, I would be better. As an athlete, as well as a as a professional, and probably as a family man, and and you know, and everything else that's in my life, um, right. and that's exciting to know. That's exciting to know that I I have a lot of opportunity inside of that that uh, that specific trait. And if I did something about it, I'd be better. Um, right, and th- and that's what we do, right? I mean, that's yeah. so. Let's just say you know you're an athlete and uh, you're presenting with you know this lack of attention to detail. I mean, what you and I do, and others in the field is help people figure out uh, better ways of shoring up some of their weaknesses, you know, and what comes from that is like you said, this newfound confidence, this belief in your ability to succeed. And now you start taking that and you put yourself in these uncomfortable uh, positions and situations and you're demonstrating approach versus avoid behaviors. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then like uh, you know, the engineer, you're ready for anything. You're ready to go Absolutely. from sleep to compete in the snap of your fingers. Love that, that man. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take all of these little these little quotes that you're uh, <laughs> you're providing here, and I'm gonna I'm gonna make some quotables on Instagram. Yeah. Um, but they're not uh, mine. You know, I, I borrow and steal, man. That's what I, <laughs> as, as do I, 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 I'll say it again, and I've said it a thousand times. I think we all say the same things. It's just said oh. in different ways. Yeah, you just gotta um, find the colorful ones. Yeah, right. The stuff that that I think resonates. So, um, I'm I'm gonna I'm just gonna say thank you, you know, Dr. Gerson, for spending some time with me on on talking, you know, the the tap, um, you know, athlete profiling, psychological assessments, uh, and really just being able to provide the tap for everybody. Right? Again, everybody who wants to take the assessment, it takes twenty to thirty minutes. It's really quick, and it's really an effective tool to understand yourself. Uh, who you are as an athlete, as well as just your general personality type. So you can then take that information and use it however you'd like. Um, but all in all, the information is is really helpful. You can give it to your parents. You can give it to your your coaches in order to help them help you more effectively. And I'm going to go ahead and kind of leave it with that. Um, if you want to check out Dr. Gerson and a little bit more about what he's doing, check out www.mindgearspro.com as well as you can get in touch with him via email at Dr. 
michaelgerston at gmail.com and via LinkedIn. Um, but honestly, I, th- I think, I think, I think this is just something that I like to say, but I think you would agree. If you have questions, contact us, say something, let us know we're here to help. You know, that's, I, I've never been one to, to hold back information. Um, so, so heck, you know, if anybody has any questions about assessments, about, uh, sports psychology, about mental skills training, about how, you know, the tap can help you say something, we're here to help you get in touch. And, uh, we'll look forward to, to supporting the athletes out there, the coaches out there, the parents out there on, on how, you know, the, the, the mind affects the body and how you can optimize your, your mindsets, uh, your grit in order to help you accomplish what you want to accomplish. So thank you for your time, Dr. Gerson. Uh, Have a fantastic day, everyone. Do you have any final, you know, things to say before we get out of here? Uh, You know, just to follow up, like this is one of the the greatest, best fields, uh, you know, in in the entire universe. It's so much fun to talk about you at your best. And so uh, it's definitely worth hiring somebody like myself or Nate or somebody else in the field uh, to really go all in and get after it. And the thing is, is you use these uh, skills in sports, but they're also transferable to life. And that's, that's what, true. you know, you and I are really about, right? Is, I yeah. mean, my passion in life is to guide other people uh, in their pursuit of living a deep, meaningful life uh, and to uh, live a satisfied and more healthy lifestyle. Excellence. You know, that's you know, it. Isn't, isn't that it? It's just, it's just excellence. Um, well, I, I will say, you know, thank you to, uh, Akadavrinka out there. Um, we really appreciate you and I'm glad that you like uh, what we're doing over here. And, um, thank you to everyone who's joined us today. I really appreciate it. I look forward to bringing you, you know, more conversations with coaches, parents, athletes, and sports site consultants in the future here, talking the mental game, uh, on the mental grit podcast on Facebook live, please Follow us, you know, on Instagram, Facebook, uh, you know, download the podcast. But if you need anything, just get in touch and uh, join the conversation. With that being said, get great, everybody. We'll catch you guys later. Enjoy the day. Hey, Golden State all the way, right? (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Thanks, Thanks, guys. We'll catch you later. Peace.